Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. Well, let's lead things off with something that we seem to always start our show with, and that's inflation. It remains the top economic concern. So when will all these soaring prices come back down to earth? CNBC's Steve Leisman says a lot of ifs have to happen first. Most forecasters think inflation is going to cool later this year. Hope that the ports start to clear the backlog of ships that are out there. Workers who have been reluctant to take a job because of concerns over things like the virus or childcare, that they come back and the Fed is going to be raising interest rates to slow the economy at least somewhat. A lot right has to happen, but there's no reason inflation should remain this high very long if we get the policies right. Now, right now, the market is wondering if the Fed will get it right. So, Jim, should we even be worried about a correction at this point? And don't stocks typically bounce back rather quickly these days? Well, when it comes to stocks bouncing back, we've all just experienced America's quickest drop and bounce back, right, during uh, that stock market drop in March of 2020 and the recovery right afterwards. But Mm -hmm. things bounce back extremely quick because people were just so panicked at first. And then they later realized that it wasn't going to be the end of the world after all. But here we are at the start of 2022. And yeah, our economy is facing a whole new set of challenges. Not only do we have this awkward situation unfolding between Russia and Ukraine and President Biden's reaction to it, which has a lot of people kind of scratching their head a bit. But it has a lot of people also on edge regarding the stability of their investment accounts, because we also have that inflation situation rearing its nasty effects on our economy. So Look, it's been around 40 years, right? That's a long time since we faced a, such a spike in prices like we've been experiencing these days. Mm-hmm. And this is textbook inflation. It's here. And it doesn't look like it's going to go away anytime soon. But some people might be thinking, yeah, 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 we get it. Prices are going up. What's the big deal? Well, when inflation sticks around, the Fed is responsible for helping to make sure a gallon of gas, for example, doesn't go from something like $3.50 a gallon up to $6 or up to 12 or up to $15 a gallon, right? right? The Fed is responsible for making sure the value of our dollar maintains its integrity. Because if our dollars are too easy to access, let's say by really low cost loans that we've had over the past two years, if that keeps going on, then our currency just won't have the same buying power, Grant. So that's what I think brings us all to the question that we've been pondering here on the show. And I'm sure folks listening out there have been asking as well, what exactly can and will the Fed do to help us out here? Yeah, excellent question. What they're going to do is step up to the plate. They're going to use their number one superpower, right? Their sharpest tool in the tool shed, which is to adjust interest rates. Okay. And uh, since our economy has pretty much bounced back to these pre-pandemic levels of growth, our unemployment rate is also back to these pre-pandemic levels as well. Just about every single analyst that I've read believes the feds are going to raise interest rates by either a quarter of a point at the lowest or all the way up to maybe a half of 1% when they meet in a couple of weeks on March 15th. The stock market in general, by the way, almost always gets a negative jolt when this happens. And it's not just the stock market that feels that burn, by the way. It's also the bond market. Ah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there, Grant, that own Bond funds, right? Uh, They own these in their retirement nest egg and their retirement accounts. Those folks need to understand a simple concept 
which is that rising interest rates negatively impacts the prices of fixed rate bonds. And these are the most common types that are offered within 401k accounts within the bond funds. So if you're in the situation where maybe you're approaching retirement within a few years or a couple of years, or especially if you're already retired, now is the time to get that second opinion by a financial professional like myself. Don't wait until March 15th to get the second opinion uh, until after the Fed has their meeting. In my opinion, it's going to be too late at that point. Because if the market began to correct and reduce your retirement account balances, you might, in fact, need to delay your retirement by a couple of years. Yeah. Or you may need to spend years recovering from the downturn. And a lot of folks wouldn't be able to recover their balances in a timely fashion if, you know, still living off of that same nest egg, right? If you're spending it also. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like you're in that position, give my office a call right now. And we'll set up a time to chat this week. And I'll do this completely complimentary for today's listeners, Grant. I think we've started just about every show this year with this same discussion, Jim. Record inflation, looming interest rate hikes, market volatility. I mean, it's quite a trifecta we're facing. And you better believe you could face one or all of these and more throughout the course of your retirement, which, of course, could last for decades. So when you put together a financial plan, you need to build one that's not only focused on growth, but one that's focused on protection as well. Jim Cipriati and Retire Ready Financial Group create those plans, and he'd be happy to speak with you and start putting that same kind of planning in place so that you aren't just surviving retirement, but thriving. That's the goal here. And Jim will do this for you at no cost and no obligation. So schedule your time to speak with him today. 610-894-7415 is the number. That's 610-894-7415 and online at retirereadyfg.com. Now, if you're 72 or older, the government makes you take those required minimum distributions every year. RMDs consume a percentage of your retirement assets, but with new data that shows Americans living longer, the IRS went ahead and revised the RMD tables so that they're at least at a lesser percentage. That means fewer taxes to pay, and I know I'm not alone in thinking that that sounds great. But Jim, should something like this change our thinking about an IRA to Roth conversion? Yeah, and, and Grant, RMDs always seem to annoy retirees. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, you always hear uh, complaints about them because uh, not only do you have to calculate them every single year for the rest of your life once you hit that age 72, and you better make sure you get those numbers right, by the way, because the IRS assesses a massive 50% penalty on any amounts that you're supposed to take out, but for whatever reason, you don't take those out. But RMDs are not so much of a big deal if... The amount that you need to withdraw from the RMD also happens to coincide with the amount that you actually need, you know, for your living expenses, for your property taxes, for your groceries, et cetera. But far too many people these days have accumulated large IRAs, big ones, uh, large 401ks, 403bs. And those required minimum withdrawal amounts for those larger accounts are typically way more than you're ever planning on spending that year. And the reason this is such a big deal is because if you don't spend that money, you're typically going to reinvest it. And that money cannot go back into a tax-friendly IRA or a 401k. It has to go into a, just a regular taxable account. And that means paying tax every single year. You're going to be getting a tax bill on your interest that those investments may generate, on your dividends, or possibly even capital gains if you have any. It's kind of like carrying a bucket full of water with a pretty substantial hold with water leaking out of the bottom in those types of taxable accounts. And this is why Roth IRA conversations have becoming louder and louder lately, uh, because it's virtually impossible for taxes to not go up in the future. 
We already know that after the Trump tax cuts expire at the end of 2025, they're going back up to the Obama era level of taxes, right? Back where they were in 2017. And they could even be going up further if Congress acts on it ahead of time, Grant. Jim, you've talked about the value of these Roth conversions here on the show for as long as we've been doing it. Isn't it true that the money in that Roth won't be affected by these potential tax hikes? That's right, Grant. That's exactly right. Roth IRAs will not be impacted whatsoever by any increasing taxes because you've already paid your taxes on those funds. And the money grows tax-free. And when you make a withdrawal, you don't pay any taxes either. And it doesn't stop there, by the way. There are no required minimum distributions from that Roth IRA account. That means the government is not going to be telling you when to pull your money out. You and only you are in complete control of just about every aspect of that account, including how it's invested. You can pick your choice of any types of stocks you want, any type of bonds, mutual funds, annuities, whatever investment you want to be in that account, go for it. And as far as withdrawals go, including you know how much you actually withdraw and when you actually make the withdrawal, that's entirely up to you. And that's refreshing. And it doesn't even stop there. If you happen to pass away while you have a balance in your Roth IRA account, uh, you can make your spouse the beneficiary and your spouse will enjoy tax-free income and growth, et cetera, if you have it, uh, for the rest of his or her life. Doesn't stop there either, actually. Your kids will inherit whatever your spouse doesn't use or your grandkids. And your kids have 10 additional years to enjoy tax-free growth if it's rolled over into what's called an inherited Roth IRA in their name. So. Look, if you feel like you'd like to get more information on how Roths work, I'd suggest giving my office a call right now. We'll set up a time to chat about it. And I think about this uh, not too long ago. I had someone call into my office and um, he said, Jim, I don't know. I don't think I'm eligible for a Roth conversion because I make too much money. So this tells me there's still a lot of confusion out there regarding Roths, especially these conversions. Because guess what, Grant? It doesn't matter how much income you make. You can make a million bucks a year and you can still technically do a Roth conversion. And it could be done at any age, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, it doesn't matter. So give my office a call. We'll set up a time to chat this week. And the consultation with me is going to be completely complimentary, Grant, for today's listeners. And this is the kind of information that you want to have so that you can make the best decision as you head toward retirement. And Jim Cipriati has been helping people with this kind of thing for over 20 years. He can offer those custom solutions and strategies specific to your situation. And as Jim said, there's no cost, there's no obligation to have this conversation, and it's definitely one worth having. So why not book your time to sit down with Jim today? All it takes to get on his calendar is that phone call. 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. Or book yours online at retirereadyfg.com. Now, Jim and those listening out there, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you've probably heard the word annuity a time or three. It's a contract between you and an insurance company, and in exchange for a lump sum, promises periodic payments for a certain period. Annuities and 401ks can both provide long-term savings, tax-deferred growth, and keep you clear of probate when passing assets to beneficiaries. However, there was an article on the NASDAQ market site which made an argument that an annuity is better than a 401k, especially later in life. With all the negative press we've read over the years on annuities, uh, Jim, is there a change of heart happening here, even in a place like Wall Street? I got to say, Grant, it is refreshing to see a lot of positive chatter about annuities these days because, um, look, the company's made a lot of big changes to these annuities, a lot of things that benefit the uh, annuity holder. 
I went years of my career not being a fan of annuities because they usually had higher fees, which ate into your gains quite a bit. So let's say if your funds in the annuity went up, let's say 5%, and the annuity had a 3% grand total of all of their different fees, then you would only net around 2% that year. The annuity company made the three. So that's not much of a good deal in that situation, obviously. So a lot of the annuities previously were set up so that they would not pass the money to your beneficiaries. If you happen to pass away while you own that account, the annuity company used to have them mostly set up where you, where they would benefit from that. And then on top of that, many of them had really long holding periods. Like sometimes you had to hold these things for 15 or 16 years. I, I've seen those. Mm -hmm. Uh, or else if you wanted to cash them in early, you had to pay large penalties right. on your own money to get the money out sooner. Uh, and you think to yourself, geez, who was even putting money into these back then? You know, between the <laughs> between the fees, the penalties and the holding period, because yeah. they were kind of riddled with those in the past. Um, no one in their right mind would want that sort of deal, you would think. And that might have been the case back then, Jim. But could you kind of tell us a little bit about what exactly has changed and what we're seeing right now that makes this a completely different conversation? Yeah, well, the annuity industry grant has come a long way since those days. They really cleaned up these annuities. And a lot of annuities nowadays have much shorter holding periods, no more 15, 16 years. The fees, sometimes they're down to, instead of being around 3%, they're down to 1%, which is the same 1% that a broker might be charging you just to stare at your investments, right? Some of them even have no fees at all, believe it or not. But look, in exchange for that 1% fee, people say, ah, oh, fee, I'm running away. Right. But look, sometimes the fee, you get something decent for it. You just got to look a little bit closer. But in exchange for the fee, let's give an example. Some of the annuities provide the guarantees that a lot of folks are looking for when it comes to protecting their nest egg. The annuity company will guarantee that you won't lose money if the stock market goes down a lot of the annuities these days. And with the reaction that I'm receiving from a lot of folks who have seen their balances go down over the past few weeks, right, since the market hit its highs back in November, Mutual funds and other types of things have gone down quite a bit, and people are kind of getting a little anxious about that. There's a lot of people that are looking to shift portions of their funds into something with more safety that the annuities can provide. And look, they're becoming a welcome addition to people's portfolios these days. And most annuities nowadays will release your entire remaining balances immediately to your beneficiaries if you happen to pass away. So that's making folks feel a lot more comfortable. Look, there's hundreds of billions of dollars going into these accounts each year. So if you're thinking to yourself, hmm, you know what, that might be a good idea for me to protect a portion of some of my funds against maybe this impending market volatility. And if you want to see what annuities look like these days, uh, I'd be happy to set up a time with you. We could do it either on a Zoom or in person, one of my offices at either Marlton, New Jersey or Radnor, PA. And let's take a deeper look. Let's see if maybe it is appropriate for a portion of your nest egg grant. Annuities are another frequent topic here on Freedom to Retire. And I think that's because over the years, as Jim just laid out, they have changed. Not all annuities are created equal, so it's worth the time to find out if one fits into your overall financial plan and can help you generate that dependable, sustainable income. Jim Cipriani and Retire Ready Financial Group can walk you through the process of determining if an annuity is a good option for you, and if so, which one is the right one. And Jim will do that for you at no cost whatsoever. 610-894-7415 is the phone number. 610-894-7415 to get that conversation started. You can also book a time to speak with Jim Cipriati and Retire Ready Financial Group at retirereadyfg.com.
I think that all of us have probably worked in that office where we've run into this person, the boss or coworker that's always tossing out in just basic conversation. It's just nothing but corporate buzzwords. For example, Jim, you and I will talk about a problem, but this person, they have a dialogue. Mm -hmm. And if we want to talk about it again later, well, they'll have to, and I quote, circle back. So let's apply this to financial planning. Can you think of any retirement terms that are confusing and kind of give us a common sense definition of what they actually mean? I just think that phrase circle back has got to be one of the most annoying phrases that we've been hearing so much over the past couple of years, especially from folks like Fauci and one of the most annoying press secretaries in history, Jen Psaki, right? (laughs) We hear it a lot. Yeah, we hear it a lot. It's just such an easy way to dodge an important question when they don't know the answer or even worse, when they know the answer, but don't want to tell you. We'll, We'll just circle back to it. But when it comes to our finances, yes, we have in our industry here, we have our own vernacular. There's a bunch of words and phrases that folks sometimes ask a lot of questions about. The phrase, for example, um, contribution limits. Jim, what do they mean when they say contribution limits? We're asked a lot about that. That's the maximum amount of money that you can contribute to your 401k or IRA each year. It's set by the federal government, of course, which currently in 2022, you can put $20,500 into your 401k or 403b. And it's uh, all the way up to $27,000 if you're over 50 because of the catch-up provision. That's your grand total contribution limit. Diversification, we hear that a lot, but there's confusion around that term as well. We all know it's important to diversify, but what does it mean exactly? The reason it's important is because we diversify so that we can try to reduce risk by getting maybe several different types of investments in our mix. Uh, But I had one guy that said, Jim, don't worry. I'm really well diversified. I own a bunch of different stocks. I own Amazon. I own Google. I own Facebook. I own Netflix. Um, And I looked at him. I was waiting for him to say he owns more different types of assets, but it, it was just a couple of different tech stocks that he owned. That's the opposite of diversification. We want some money ideally to be in all different things, in stocks, some in bonds, some in annuities for income, some in real estate. That grant is the proper definition of diversification. Yeah, no doubt about it. Diversification is an important one to know and of course how to do that. But I look at another one on this list that we're both staring at full retirement age, Jim, I would make some assumptions about this, but I'm going to go ahead and let you tell me exactly what that means. That's right, Grant. A lot of people think when they hear the word full retirement age, when it comes to Social Security, they're talking about that maximum, which is age 70. But it's actually at some point between age 66 and age 67, which is considered full retirement age, according to Social Security, depends on when you were born. Uh, but you can collect at a maximum of age 70. That's when they max it out. We hear the phrase lifetime income quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we use this phrase in our industry to literally mean that as long as you have a heartbeat, <laughs> that income is going to be arriving in your bank account from sources like Social Security, from pensions, from annuities, places like that. Um, rebalancing. Jim, what do they mean by rebalancing? You know, it's important to rebalance because this is when they make adjustments to your investments to make sure everything remains aligned to your time horizons and your tolerance for risk. For example, if you're just a couple of years away from retiring, you don't want to be invested too heavily in too many stocks or too many equity-based mutual funds because your retirement might be delayed a couple of years if that market begins to decline. And of course, a lot of people are familiar already with the term rollover. Uh, That's when you transfer money from a retirement account that you had through work, like maybe a 401k, 403b, or a TSP, just transfer that into your own IRA. 
There's no taxes, by the way, when you do a rollover like that. And the reason people do it so often is because the choices within an IRA can usually be far superior to the limited choices on the menu within your current 401k. That's why so many people work with financial professionals like myself, because we explain the benefits of other uh, retirement vehicles that are available by doing one of those rollovers, right? Money into a regular IRA. So if you'd like to get a better understanding of the types of things that are available within an IRA that might not be available within your current 401k, give my office a call now. We could set up a time to chat about it. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. 